Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Friday morning. Just another day of paradise for you and me. But uh, hope everybody's doing well today. Uh, I know a lot of people are excited that it is, uh, for some, it is payday and it is Friday and it's the weekend and uh, everybody gets to have a couple of days uh, to themselves and uh, do what they want. For some, uh, you know, there's others who still have to work the weekend, and I'm sorry, I hate that. I've had to do that myself. It uh, stinks. Everybody's talking about how they're off and having fun doing this, that, and the other, and you're stuck in a cubicle answering phone calls, and uh, it is not fun at all. I used to work for the phone company, and uh, you'd have to work Saturdays, or I think uh, like every other Saturday or so, and that uh, was no fun at all, and hated it with a passion. So for you, those out there who have to do that, I'm sorry and apologize, and uh, but just uh, try to make it the best you can. I, uh, If you notice, I'm wearing my Man of God uh, uh, headband today. I wore it yesterday and didn't realize after the video was done, I had it on upside down. <laughs> stupid me and i saw it in the camera i thought the camera had flipped the words and it was just backwards so i didn't think much about it because it does it sometimes with t-shirts and it realized I, 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 that i had it on upside down so it just shows and proves there are none righteous no not one i am not perfect by no stretch of the imagination so i felt pretty stupid yesterday when i uh, was uploading the the uh, devotional so i had it on upside down but of course i wear this though uh, because uh well, for one, I like it, and two, uh, for the New Orleans Saints, uh, the quarterback who, or the, I don't know what he is, the, what position he plays. But anyway, he wore the Man of God uh, headband and come under scrutiny. It just amazes me how uh, someone can take a knee and uh, completely uh, disrespect our flag, our military and police officers. That's okay, but if you wear something that says Man of God or put John three sixteen on your face, that is. Uh, absolutely uh, uh, horrendous and comes under fines and scrutiny. I just, it just amazes me how uh, freedom of speech is only uh, is acceptable for some, but not others. But uh, good morning, Mr. Keller. And uh, so anyway, that's why I wear this and because uh, uh, I want to be a man of God and try hard to be and I fail daily. And uh, but all we can do is pick ourselves up and keep going, which reminds me, uh, Lord willing, Sunday morning, uh, that's going to be my topic of uh, discussion is uh, dealing with guilt. There is real guilt. There is false guilt. And uh, we're going to dive into the uh, some of the aspects of that and how the guilt can push us away from God or it can draw us towards God. And I think it'll make for a good teaching. Uh, uh, Dr. Vic Young will be doing first service, the uh, 9 a.m. service, and then I'll be doing second service, 1045 a.m. And so be sure and uh, stay for both. You know, I know a lot of people like to come to first service and leave, but hey, you might want to stay for both. You never know what the Lord may uh, uh, may lay on your heart and what you may need to hear. And uh, so we definitely want to invite you to, to do so. Uh, this morning, we're looking at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And uh, if you have your Bibles handy, I always recommend you to get your Bibles and to use them accordingly, to highlight, underline, use those Bibles. Nothing looks greater than a, than a used Bible. Uh, nothing worse than uh, you see a brand new Bible sitting there you've had for 20 years gathering dust. That's not a good thing. And uh, as that saying goes, there's dust in the Bible, there's, I don't know, We'll have to look it up and Google it. But anyway, so in other words, it's not a good thing. So uh, we're going to uh, look at these passages here, uh, the A passage, First uh, Peter 1, 3. 
And uh, what we see here, uh, let me take this uh, bottom piece off here. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And uh, I've been trying to use, uh, for those who are uh, watching, I always try to uh, put up these uh, little uh, memes, these pictures to uh, uh, try to drive home uh, that, that passage. I mean, I always like using actual scripture as well, as you can see here uh, in First Peter 3, you can see the actual underlined scripture, but uh, I've been trying to do something a little different here, get a little fancy on you. But anyway, uh, so when we look here at 1 Peter 3, uh, of course, basically what we're referring to is they're talking about hope. And, uh, you know, hope is something that drives us, that uh, those who have been in internment camps and prison camps or prison or, uh, or life in general, it is that hope that helps us to cling on to life, that helps us to, uh, to drive ourselves forward is that hope. You know, there's that saying where, you know, you can live so many days without uh, food, you can live so many days without water, without hope, you can't live more than 30 seconds. But when we look at this passage here, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, obviously, you know, uh, we're not uh, asking for blessings upon God, but we bless God, uh, obviously, by how we act, how we talk, and how we serve Him on a daily basis. You know, a lot of people want to give lip service that they are Christians, and, uh, you know, you don't, uh, no one has gone any further than social media uh, to see. And, and if you're watching this, uh, you know, I, I can't say, you know, if you're saying, well, he's talking about me, I have literally no one specific in mind whatsoever with what I'm about to say. So if you think it's about you, then, you know, just get over yourself because I have literally no one specific in my mind at all. But my point is you have people who will sit there and, and invite people to church or post a Bible verse in one post and then turn around and have a, so share another post that may be uh, uh, borderline or even straight out perverted or using foul language and and uh, tell me how funny that is and so that sends a double message uh, to your friends and family that you're saying you're a Christian but yet you're you're you think that uh, this is okay to share some godless or or nasty uh, picture or video and so you know we need to make sure that we're continually. Uh, blessing God with our uh, ability to serve him with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. And so we need to be aware of that. You know, even at work, if somebody's like, hey, I want to tell you a joke, you need to say, is it, is it dirty? Is it nasty? If it is, I don't want to hear it. You know, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, tell me the joke and be like, oh, I shouldn't laugh, but that was funny. And, you know, sometimes that happens. You know, sometimes somebody will say, before you can say if it's dirty, don't, they may say something anyway, and it, you can't help, you know, to laugh. But you got to try your best to constantly uh, be that reflection of Christ in all things and all situations. And that is hard to do. And that's one reason why I'm, on Sunday morning I want to talk about guilt. Uh, because um, as a Christian, when we're brought under conviction of sin, it's so easy to be guilt-ridden. And, and I think sometimes that's why you see a lot of Christians who seem so miserable. Uh, it's because they, 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 they just feel uh, that they're not good enough for God. Well, guess what? None of us are good enough for God, but He loves us and forgives us. So that's why we have to endure each and every day and, pre and persevere each and every day. As this verse is talking about, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us bless Him in our thought, word, deed, and action. And, uh, you know, it, it is tough. Uh, as a Christian to continually try to, you know, it just amazes me how can we sit there in prayer and be like, Lord, uh, help me to be a better man of God. Help me to be closer to you. Help me to be a better pastor. And then that quick, 
some you know somebody could do something pull out in front of you or something and you're hollering and mad and, and you're thinking you know here <laughs> i'm just sitting here praying make me a better person and i'm sitting here losing it again you know and it's like how does this you know even happen but uh but god knows our weaknesses and he knows that uh we're going to fail we're going to mess up but praise god for his grace and mercy and that he forgives us so blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ let us bless him and thought were to d which according to his abundance of mercy hath begotten us Okay, hath begotten us. In other words, uh, another way to say be born again. You know, as, you know, obviously we are physically born into this world. Most people come into it uh, the natural way, either uh, via uh, natural birth or C-section, one way or the other. That's we come as babies and uh, Lord willing, we, we grow uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. And, and that's how we come to this world. But what he's talking about here is has begotten us so that we were born again. You know, that's one thing that uh, I like to talk to people about Jesus Christ, that you are born again. You know, it is, um, uh, it's hard for some people to understand what does that mean to be born again? Can, uh, as, as, uh, as we read in God's word, you know, and he says, you know, how can a man be born again? You know, how does that work? And Jesus tries to explain to him how spiritually we are born again. And it's just that, um, you know, when we give our lives to Jesus Christ, all that past, you know, it is so wonderful. I got to talk to someone about this just the other day who received Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, and when I prayed with him. But to make help people understand, your past is forgiven. You know, that old you, that, that was the old you. That's the what uh, my dad likes to refer to as the B.C. days before Christ. And you do a lot of things that were in the flesh. And just because you're saved doesn't mean that you won't do things in the flesh and that you won't mess up. That, is that will happen. But our past, present, and future sins have been nailed to the cross. Jesus has cleansed us from all unrighteousness. He has, uh, has given us a new life, a new spiritual life in Christ Jesus. So you become a new person, a new creature in Christ Jesus. And, you know, and I, if, if people just understand that all those past things that sometimes hold us down, hold us back, uh, that uh, keeps us from spiritual growth, they just need to understand that has been nailed to the cross, that has been forgiven. So praise God for that. And that, as this verse says, a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, that we have that hope, that we are not only a new creature in Jesus Christ, that we get, we have a new way of thinking, a new way of looking at things, a new way of doing things, because we have new eyes to see through that Jesus Christ gives us. But he gives us that hope of the resurrection, the resurrection of, uh, that we will, in the hope of Jesus Christ, will be that one day we spend eternity with God Almighty in heaven. We have that hope hope. We, have, we cling to the things of the future glory of Jesus Christ. And that's what we get to cling to is that hope of Jesus. We have that hope knowing that Jesus Christ, uh, was, that uh, his death, burial, resurrection, his virgin birth, his deity, uh, that God sent his only son. We have that hope and faith in what Christ has done, what God has done, sending his only son, what Christ has done for us. And we have that hope knowing that our salvation is secure in 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 Jesus Christ, that our names are written out in Lamb's Book of Life, and that knowing that we have prayed that prayer of salvation, that we knew that we are in need of a Savior, that we have that hope, knowing that our faith is secure, and that our names are written out in Lamb's Book of Life, and it won't be erased. You know, it's so sad to know that there are pastors and people out there who believe that you can lose your salvation. That is just, you know, that breaks my heart, because there are people out there constantly scared to death and worried, oh, am I really saved? Am I really saved? Is God going to give up on me? God's not going to give up on you. You know, uh, there's a lot of people I've, I've, I've talked to who say, well, how do I know I'm really saved? I say, for the very fact you even asked that question shows that you are saved because if you were not saved, you wouldn't worry about it. You wouldn't care. You go right back into the world and just do whatever you wanted to do. And that's one thing, you know, uh, 
Jesus knows our shortcomings. He knows we're going to fail. And, and I think some people think God's just up there just ready to get you anytime you mess up. And that's not how it works. God's grace is sufficient. His love is there. He's quick to forgive. And, you know, there's people that who may make a profession of faith, but actions and thoughts and words uh, show to the contrary. So those people you must beg to to wonder, uh, are they really saved? Because they never really showed a change of, of heart and spirit. You know, God's word says, uh, you know, there will be those that will say, well, you know, I've done these things in your name. I said this and these things. And he says, get away from me. You workers of iniquity. I never knew you because they may have given lip service, but they never truly gave their lives over to Jesus Christ. And that's why that um, uh, those who are not bearing that fruit or showing that evidence of change, uh, those are, are people that really need to take that spiritual pulse and people that need our prayers. But for those of us who have truly given our lives over to Jesus Christ, we have this hope. We have this hope of glory that we get to look forward to, that are, we know that once our names are written at Lamb's Book of Life, it will not change, it will not be erased. And when we die, to be, uh, when we die, we're immediately in the presence of God. If you die and are not a child of God, you'll be in hell. I mean, there's no in-between. You know, and, and I hit on this the other night when I was speaking, is that there's uh, there's so many people out there who have the erroneous belief that there's a second chance, or there's this purgatory that you can work yourself out of, you know, or that you can have, a, you know, God will give you a second chance. Well, if that's the case, there'd be no hell because ain't nobody want to go to hell. Everybody would want to try to figure out a way to get into heaven. Well, you don't have to figure it out. It is a free gift of God, and he's offering that to you right now. And he's saying, hey, take this gift, and your name will be secure. And, uh, you know, it's uh be want to say well you're mean tell me if the buddhist won't go to heaven the hindu won't go to heaven that whatever it may be you know i said no the only, jesus is clear the only way through to heaven is through jesus christ alone and i don't care what other religion whatever cult how good loving sweet and kind you are unless you've accepted jesus christ your personal lord and savior that is the only way you're going to get into heaven so blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ let us bless him those of us who are saved let us be that reflection let us show christ in all that we do let us be as quick to forgive as we want to be forgiven you know that's one way we bless god is through our actions studying and reading his word and growing spiritually it's easy to hold grudges it's easy to withhold forgiveness but we go before god on we want that quick forgiveness. Let us be as quick. Let us pray about those things that no matter what the offense, that we're able to quickly forgive and to let it go. Now, obviously, uh, there are things out there that uh, it's, it's a struggle for others to forgive in regards to, you know, if you was abused as a child or are you there, you dealt a devastating hand and with, with a lot of death in your family. And, and it, so it's hard sometimes uh, to, to have that. But that's something we have to pray about, that God will touch our hearts and minds and that we can truly show that life change within us, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us, be born again uh, as again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That hope, my friends, that hope is what helps us to persevere. That hope is what helps us endure. Our hope is what helps us to keep striving forward to have that mind of Jesus Christ. So don't give up. Cling to that hope. You know, uh, again, I don't want to take away too much from my sermon on Sunday and, and be repetitive, but, uh, you know, don't let the things of your past drive you away from God. Let it draw you to God because he is the only one who is, uh, his grace is sufficient. He will give you forgiveness and he will uh, give you abundant joy and he will fulfill you and sustain you. He will, he will glorify us. He will redeem us. We're sanctified. And these are the things we get to cling to and hope for to know that we are forgiven. Praise God for that. And, uh, you know, so many times it's, it's so uh, easy to think, why should I even bother? I mess up over and over and over again. But hey, that's why we cling to this hope. That's what this is talking about. We get to cling to the hope of Jesus Christ. So praise God for that, you know? And uh, so each and every day, uh, let us try to serve God. If you failed yesterday, 
make a conscious decision today. I'm going to do better. I'm making the conscious decision. I'm going to let the, my temper get uh, the best of me. I'm not going to let my weaknesses get the best of me. Today, I want to serve Jesus Christ. Take each day as it comes. Don't worry about tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, five-year plans. Just worry about serving Jesus today. That's what's important. And uh, don't get distracted by the sins of the past. You just concentrate on Jesus Christ because the old devil, he wants to remind you those things. He wants to remind you what a failure you are and that you should be condemned and that you're not good enough. And hey, you're a child of God. And you say, you know what, Satan, get behind me. You leave me the heck alone because I am a child of God. I am forgiven. I am loved. I am redeemed. So let me strive forward and move forward to have that mind of Christ to continually grow in the things of Jesus. So don't, don't be bogged down by the things of your past, but let us push forward. And so that's why we have this life hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The only way we can have that hope is to be born again, to accept Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. Don't think of it as, well, I got my ticket punched. I'm going to heaven. Look at it as a way, you know what? I Because I fully understand of the greatness of what Jesus Christ has done, the capacity of what Christ has done for me. Let me live for him daily. I want to, I want to learn more. I want to grow more. I want to serve God more. That should be our ultimate, uh, our, our feelings uh, in, in pursuit is to be uh, godliness, is to have that mind of Christ because we have been born again. And I think some Christians have lost that excitement. And so let us be excited to go to church, not just on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Every chance we get, we just want to learn we want to grow. We want more and more and more. We want. We should never be satisfied with enough. We should constantly want more. And that is that lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is that lively hope that we need to cling to, that we want more. We want more of Jesus. There is never enough. And if you feel that you're satisfied, complacent, and, 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 just, and, and stagnant in your growth, then brothers and sisters in Christ, you need to get your families in church, spend some time in prayer, and ask God to reevaluate your life and how you can regain that experience. Excitement. It's not just a feeling. You understand? Feelings are fleeting. It is a relationship. It is a, a constant walk with Christ. But if the fact is that we should be so excited for that walk and what Christ has done for us that we can't help but share that with other people. That, that joy just springs out from within us, you know. And uh, just like Paul talking about, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. And that's the way I feel. I feel that compulsion no matter what I do to preach, to tell others about Christ, not for self-glory, but out of humility of what Christ has done for me that others can share in that same glory that we all get to have and that hope, that resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Tina. Let us, uh, let's have a word of prayer. And if I, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for your hope. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for never giving up on us, never leaving us, nor forsaking us. You know, in our, our little uh, finite minds, sometimes we the devil wants to trick us into thinking that you don't want us anymore because of how many times we've messed up. But not let us be confined by the temporal thinking of a of a uh, of, of Satan, but let us focus on the eternal and all infinite and all powerful God who loves us and forgives us and is there for us to protect us. And despite our weaknesses, you will still hold us and tell us it's okay and that you will never let us go. Let us cling to that hope, Lord Jesus, and give hope to those who are out there who are needing it today. And Lord, for anyone watching this this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. 
Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with our parents, teachers, uh, bus drivers. Let them get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. Lord, be with all the prayer requests, concerns that are uh, that are asked and requested for daily. You know those hearts and minds. And Lord, let your will be done in each and every situation. And Lord, be with our active military. Be with our police officers. Let them know that they are needed, loved, and appreciated. Be with our first responders. And Lord, pray that you be with this nation and that hearts and minds be touched like never before. Be with our president. Give him wisdom. Give him knowledge. Give him discernment. Let him turn to you for all things and pray protection about him and his family. Lord, we thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate each and every y'all watching this morning. And just as a little reminder, if uh, you want to, if you're not, if you have time and not working today, at uh, 10 o'clock, I'll be on Daytime Tri-Cities uh, promoting our fall festival on October 30th at the church at 6 p.m. We'll have food, fun, and candy, and and we'll have uh, great entertainment by Mr. Lightning Charlie himself. And uh, then also at 11.30 this morning, I'll be doing my podcast uh, with uh, Miss Carrie Astrup, and she has been an advocate and a fighter uh, to uh, try to do something to renovate these uh, the schools in Jonesboro, the elementary middle schools, and she, and I think that was, she really wants to share her story and i think that'd be great and you can find that on the uh, doc young chronicles podcast on apple itunes free doesn't cost you anything and uh or you can watch live on youtube uh which is uh, if you go to dr matthias young uh you will be able to go there you can subscribe and watch on there as well if you want to share these devotions of course you they, your friends and family they go to doc young 77s on facebook if they don't do facebook they can go to twitter at dr matthias young and watch there as well so i hope everybody has a great day today a fantabulous day and remember friends and family if you live today as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching